Hello lovely and welcome to Notes from a Small Room, the podcast from Salemnico, hosted by me, Alexandra Spear. First of all, as always, I just want to say, <clears throat> sorry my voice, that's not what I want to say. Um, thanks so much as always for listening to Notes from a Small Room, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you're well um, and thanks so much for the interactions. Um, it really means a lot and it helps to make these episodes more informative, more helpful and obviously it's a big motivation to keep doing them. Not that that would stop me rambling on about self-love conversations, um, unfortunately. <laughs> but anyway, thanks so much for all the support. I hope that you'll keep listening to Notes from a Small Room. And if there's any topics that I haven't covered yet that you want to hear about, please just get in touch with me. There are so many that I've still got to cover and so many that keep cropping up uh, that I suddenly realise need to be covered. So today I want to, my keeping in that vein, (laughs) I want to talk about how we often stop ourselves from talking or don't talk authentically because we're worried that people will think that we are dull. Hence the title, Darling Don't Be Dull. Um, Most things in my life can be uh, kind of titled with a oh darling (laughs) in the kind of, uh, I don't know, ironic sense, I guess. But anyway, so... I wanted to talk about that. This is linked into the judgment episode that I did and also the the episode that I did about the importance of using your voice and how difficult that can be, but also how liberating it is once you've found it. Continuing with the housekeeping, um, just for a little bit longer, um, the one step self-love workbook is still up on www.celebnico.com. I'm having amazing feedback on it, so thank you to everyone who's bought it. If you haven't already got it, then make sure you do, because it's honestly a great tool for using in your self-love journey. It only costs $10.99, I believe. Um, I probably should double-check that. Um, But yeah, it costs $10.99, and it's a downloadable PDF, so you don't have to go into a store to buy it. You can download it onto your phone, onto your tablet, onto your computer, you can print it out, you can scribble over it, you can put it in a notebook, you can file it, whatever you want to do, however you do things. It's entirely up to you. And I've also published on the Slamnico website a bullet list of 52 journal prompts that you can use. This kind of to link into one step, but you can also use it as a resource on its own. It's meant to help you with your journaling practice, um, because as anyone who's uh, kept up to date with Salamnico or with this podcast will know, um, I advocate journaling as not only a self-love practice but also a mental health practice and just general wellness practice. So if you haven't already got a journaling practice 
I've got so many resources that you can use to create one. Or just get in touch with me and I will happily ramble on about it for ages. <laughs> Continuing with the housekeeping, um, I've got loads, of, I don't usually talk about this, um, but I thought I would. Um, I've got loads of articles out with various publications. Um, so the latest one will be, uh, by the time this episode comes out, um, an article on the Hater blog. Um, and I'm so pleased that Katerina um, was prepared to let me write another article for Hater. It's such an amazing brand and it's lovely to be able to collaborate and build with other brands that have the same ethos and especially such a beautiful slow living um, yeah, magazine and brand. So that was great. And also in June, keep an eye out for the Slow Journal magazine. So that's an Australian print publication um, and I've got an article about journaling coming out in that in June. So that's something that's really exciting. Um, I will of course be putting links everywhere. <laughs> so if you want to stay up to date with that, just follow me on Instagram at Solemnico um, or just stay up to date on www.solemnico.com. I am working on other ways of putting news out there because I'm aware that not everyone has social media and not everyone wants to be on social media. So bear with me. Um, there's quite a few things happening in the background, so I'm working on it. But if you've got a way that you prefer to stay up to date with things, then let me know because I only know the ones that I know about. So if you know of other ones, then yeah, just drop me a line. Anyway, housekeeping is, you will be relieved here, over. <laughs> Took long enough. Uh, if you haven't already buzzed out, then thanks for sticking with me. Um, wherever you are, I hope that you've got a pot of tea or a pot of coffee with you. I've got raspberries, so if I munch in between, then you know why. Um, but I'm a sucker for berries in the summer, <laughs> so... And where I am, it's blue skies. So making the most of that. But yeah, so I want to talk about the pressure of feeling like you need to stay up to date with certain things, talk about certain things, or agree with certain people to fit in. And the overarching theme of this episode is that you're not boring and you when you are passionate about what you're talking about or who you're interacting with you will never be dull you are not dull as a person and whether you've been called dull or boring or plain jane or whatever fill in the blank whatever it is that you've been called when you haven't given in to peer pressure, when you don't like the same things that everyone else likes, when you don't know what people are talking about, when you can't say that, I don't know, you've watched the latest episode of Made in Chelsea and you, you know who's dating who. That's what I want to talk about. In self-love, part of the... Um, 
Part of the difficulty in creating an authentic voice is knowing what is authentic and knowing how to speak about things that maybe other people don't know about or maybe they feel uncomfortable talking about or maybe they haven't even considered talking about. And often when people feel threatened, when people feel like they don't understand I'll try that again. When people feel like they don't understand something, when people feel like they can't connect to something, when people feel like they might be the outsider, they often attack. And attacking, especially in passive-aggressive situations, which can often happen in usually our closest circles, so the people we're friends with, the people we work with, family... um, trying to think like yeah close circles often these people aren't outright aggressive often it's passive aggressive and that's to make themselves feel better to undermine you to make you lose confidence in who you are and what you're talking about and sometimes it's also in opinions if you offer a differing opinion you are allowed to have your own opinions. You are allowed to have your own perspective. You are allowed to have different interests to people who you interact with on a regular basis. Often that's quite healthy because it gives you a different view of the world and it means that you're not thinking with these people. As in, you're not constantly taking on their worldviews and just becoming a carbon copy. But in self-love and in society, it is really difficult to do that. For example, in society, as we all know, there are stigmatised and taboo topics. I won't go through them. Um, If you want to know some of them, just hop on the How We Came To Be Project page um, on Solemnity Co. And you will find that sometimes the things that you're interested in, or especially the things you feel passionate about, are taboo or stigmatised. And often that's no coincidence. I think it was Oscar Wilde who said that uh, the books that the world labels as immoral are the books that show the world in their true form. Often when we start seeing the world for what it is so when you start fully embracing that self-love journey and fully embracing your own perspective of the world your perspective changes and often with that comes the uncomfortable realization that what you are told and what you are taught is not actually the same as what is out there and it doesn't consist of a real world view And as you educate yourself, as you rewire your brain, you will probably feel yourself becoming an outsider. I've talked about this before um, in what you can expect when you begin your self-love journey. But in this episode, it is about the things that you talk about. So the things that suddenly interest you, the things that really spark your imagination 
I can't remember, I can't count the amount of times that I've been having a conversation with someone, usually a close friend, and they've been talking about something that they love, something that makes their eyes sparkle, something that makes them like just glow, and suddenly they'll stop, look really embarrassed and say, oh god, I'm so boring. You're not boring. I promise you, being passionate about something and talking about it is not boring. It's actually incredibly inspiring. And the fact that people, and I do think it's mainly women, or people who identify as women. Sorry if that's a sweeping generalisation, but I think you'll probably find it's true. So those identifying as women will usually have, and actually I'm also going to edit that, individuals who grew up identifying as girls, identifying as female. <laughs> have, to, have to put the brackets in, not that some, otherwise someone will come at me with a lawsuit. Um, so those who identified as female from a very young age or were identified as female from a very young age, will have usually been told to be quiet, to be nice, to, you know, not bore everyone with all their interests, to not wax lyrical about stuff that they're passionate about. And also, a lot of the things that especially women are passionate about are labelled as dull, conventional, um, old person they're not. That's just another way of um, suppressing people's true identity. And so the most rebellious act that you can perform is to talk unapologetically and passionately about what inspires you, what sets your soul on fire. If someone asks you what you're doing at the moment and you start talking about, I don't know, like the crochet project that you've got going on and how you found this new way of doing it and how like you're learning to put new colours in and you're going to classes and you're meeting other people. That's not boring. That shows that you've got interest, that you're passionate about stuff, that you're learning. And it's the same with everything else. You know, if you if you love cooking and you're experimenting with pastry or something and you just found out how to make phyllo pastry. If someone asks you, then talk about it. Don't suddenly stop and look embarrassed. Yeah, maybe don't spend five hours talking about how to make one square piece of, I don't know, a pavlova. <laughs> because not everyone has your interests. But at the same time, like your interest will spark someone else's interest and you might inspire them to do what they've always wanted to do. You never know. And so that's why I want to say, don't think you're boring people. And also be passionate about things that you feel deeply about. Like if you feel deeply about, I don't know, um, say the war in Syria or women's rights or I don't know like 
um, homelessness or rescue dogs or like donkeys being used, um, you know, to carry really heavy packs back and forth. What, whatever you feel passionately about, whatever you feel deeply about, talk about it. Don't don't stop yourself talking about it. Don't. I obviously don't dive right in as soon as you meet someone, because otherwise, you know that's that's not connecting. That's not. That's not listening. That's not creating a bond with someone. That's just. Um, that's just you talking without listening, either visually or with your ears to that other person. But. Don't stop yourself. And something that I think you'll probably also realise is you move along your self-love journey and this is very much to do with conversation and finding your own voice and being unapologetic and also moving away from conversations that don't serve you because that's something else. A lot of the conversations that we're in before we become authentic, before we start listening to ourselves they're not actually healthy so for example gossip especially trivial gossip that's not healthy and once you stop caring about um connecting with people who gossip or having entire friendships that revolve around gossip you might find yourself being outcasted but you'll also probably realize that those conversations bored you, that they weren't healthy, and that they also didn't bring out the best side of you. And admitting that is hard. And walking away from those relationships is hard because they feel safe, because they are what many reality shows are based upon as well. Most of the content that is out there that we consume on a daily basis on a screen is revolving around trivial sessions. And so move away from that because again, it does connect to your algorithm. So if you're talking about trivial things, gossiping, talking negatively about other people behind their back, it will impact you and it will impact your algorithm and it will, it's it's just a really vicious circle. And so what I want you to do if you're finding it difficult to get out of that circle, and that's okay, we've, we've all found it difficult. But what I want you to do is to go a whole day without saying anything negative about anyone or any situation. And that's not to say that we're all running around like Pollyanna, saying that we're glad that things have gone shit and people are being horrible and, you know... And that the world's a bit of a mess. No. It's just that if you can stop saying negative things about... Especially, like, about people that you know. Then you get out of a habit, which is actually bringing you down. 
and impacting your entire life in a way that if you could see it, it's a bit like mold and no one wants mold in their home. (laughs) So wash away the mold, give it a fresh look of paint and try again tomorrow and keep trying until suddenly you've gone three days without saying anything negative about anyone. And it will. It will change your life. So, talking about trivial gossip. (laughs) When people, like, when you start stepping away from those conversations, again, people will say, oh, you know, you're no fun anymore. Oh, you're so dull. You're so boring. Oh, you're so serious. I've had that one a few times. (laughs) You're allowed to say no. You're allowed to say no. You're allowed to change the conversation. You don't have to sit back into a conversation that you now realize you don't want to be a part of. And if that means leaving the table, metaphorically or literally, then do it. Because you shouldn't have to sit in a situation that makes you uncomfortable. And no is a complete sentence. Something which I don't think anyone talks about enough. And something which I am definitely still learning about. You don't have to justify no. You don't have to give an excuse for no. (laughs) You can just say no. And something else about moving past caring. Whether people think you're dull, think you're boring think you're no fun, think you're too serious. You aren't dull if you refuse to do what everyone else is doing and pretending to enjoy. You're actually pretty fantastic. (laughs) Because stepping out from what everyone, especially if it's like your close circle, stepping out from what everyone else is doing is the bravest move you will ever make. It's the most lonely move that you'll ever make. But it will change everything. And it will put you in line with people who are also passionate about the same things as you. Who are just as passionate about the way you want to live your life. The causes you care about. The way that you talk about the things that you love. No one should ever make you feel bad for doing something that brings you joy. Unless the thing that brings you joy is hurting other people. In which case, please don't do it. And please listen to this podcast from episode one. Um, Because, uh, yeah, you should never be hurting other people. Certainly not intentionally. Um, So, yeah. You're not dull. You're not boring. You're perfect just as you are. And you are fun to be around. I promise you that even if you're not around them now, there's a group of people out there, there's an individual out there who can't wait to meet you and connect and talk about all the things that you love as well. And that's where social media, just going to come in with that, that's where social media is really good. And that's where you need to be incredibly careful about the content that you're consuming. 
because if it's ratifying subjects or situations that you want to get out of or if it's ratifying opinions about your way of life that don't actually make you want to do the things that you enjoy or support the causes that you feel passionate about then you need to change that it's not just the people who you're around it's also the content you consume the place that you live the food you eat, the clothes you wear, it's everything. So, I hope that you've enjoyed that episode. Um, I enjoyed talking about it. It's something that I felt like I needed to talk about for a while. Um, because, as I said, like I've spent years, obviously, like sitting down with friends and chatting and having to tell them, no, please, you know, go on about what you love. Tell me about your latest project. Because too many people have told them or told other people to be quiet, to stop talking, they're they're boring, you know, as many words as you can think of, fill in the blank. And no one should tell you that. And if you have been told that, then this is your chance to start being passionate about things that you love again and to do so unapologetically. So last episode, I asked you how you would date yourself. And I hope that you thought about this. I hope that you've implemented some bits. And as always, I'm going to answer the question and then I'm going to ask you a new question. So, how would I date myself? Well, to be honest, um, I think it would involve a lot of nice day trips, bouquets of flowers, um, pastries, and yeah, just lots of time in the sun with notebooks and books and sketchbooks and thinking about things that take me to a deeper level and lots of bubble baths and bath bombs and nice moisturizers and just generally spoiling myself and being kind to myself so yeah basically what I'm doing now but less and no less pressured a bit a bit less serious um well not serious just kinder so yeah let me know what you thought on the question from last episode and the question that i want to ask you for the next episode and just quick trigger alert i want to ask you what your addiction is and I realised that that could be really difficult to bring up or come to terms with or just even think about, but I want to talk about addiction at some point and also as well as how to, not how to get over it as such, but how to use the 
pros of an addictive personality to get yourself where you want to be. And part of where that starts is realising where you have an addiction. So, that's that. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really enjoyed recording it. I hope that you've enjoyed listening to it. And I really look forward to catching up with you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening and look after yourself. Bye.